Welcome to Face the Climb podcast with your host, me, Jen Camille. I'm a strength coach for climbers and outdoor athletes and founder and owner of the online training business, Face the Climb. This podcast is an extension of that business, and we dive into topics all about strength training, lifting, the benefits of lifting for your climbing and your outdoor athlete pursuits. But we also dive into why lifting is so beneficial and why you should be adding strength training into your life because it's not just a phase, it is a lifestyle and the benefits go far beyond just improving your performance. If you're looking to find more information, you can check out the blog on facetheclimb.com backslash blog. And you can also give me a follow on Instagram at face the climb. Now let's dive into today's episode. Welcome back face the climb podcast listeners. We are talking behind the training week eight. If you listened to last week's episode, you definitely know that I finished off the week kind of at a low point, disappointed, uh, frustrated, just feeling really down overall. I gotta say, on the upswing. We are on the upswing after week eight. You know, that's why I'm also doing this behind the training sharing with you all is because you're, there's a mental and emotional roller coaster that goes along with training, especially when you're training for such a specific goal, which I am. And now as well, it's getting closer and closer. I just finished week eight and I've got three more weeks until I go to the new. So yeah, it's getting there. We got 9, 10, 11, and uh, that last week is definitely going to be like a deload week leading up to it. Definitely just going to probably play around on the boulders, going to lay off the endurance training just to really recover. That's definitely what me, my body needs. So I've got two more weeks of going hard and then a week down and then we're in the new. But overall, I would say week eight is definitely an upswing and it wasn't an upswing totally. It was an upswing as of yesterday. I do want to make that clear as well. Like I mentioned, I did do week eight, like kind of the weeks now are kind of messed up. So they aren't perfectly aligned with like week eight, week nine, because I mentioned that I did the rope doubles for week eight last Sunday and I talked about it and I just did the endurance workout for week nine. So now we're kind of blending the weeks together, but that's also how it goes. You know, you kind of do the training according to your schedule and when it works out for your schedule, that's going to happen. But I will say After, you know, recording that podcast last week, doing the week seven, talking about week seven, it wasn't a quick upswing. You know, I did my BFR training, the hangboard and the campus board endurance workout with the BFR. And again, got to nine, still not at 10, got to nine. Maybe this is the week that I get to 10. It is fucking rough. It is very rough. If you've never done BFR training, it's like kind of like, It's a very uncomfortable feeling, but that's, you know, because we're increasing the intensity by restricting the blood flow to your working muscles that you are using. So it is a very uncomfortable feeling. So there's that aspect that goes along with it. And then I did core and my 90 isometric degree hangs. And that went well. Again, not a huge fan of core, but I got to do it, especially because I feel like my core is very weak. It is, I've talked about this before, my core used to be so strong, used to be so good at core work. 
And I am very weak. I kind of laid off of it. Last last year, a lot of my training was more calisthenics and conditioning core. So like hanging leg raises, um, there was tuck levers, different things like that. So this time around, I'm definitely focusing a lot more on... Again, it's like conditioning core, but it's not the same type. So like that's like tuck levers and hanging leg raises are a full body core workout. I'm definitely doing more body weight core workouts where and I'm doing weighted core workouts on my lifting days, but it's like floor core. I guess you could call it floor core. Truthfully, I feel way, (laughs) way more. I don't want to say wiped because it's not like I'm exhausted afterwards, but definitely gets the deep core muscles when I'm doing floor core versus the full body core, like the hanging leg raises and tuck raises, tuck levers. So definitely feels good to be feeling and knowing that like it's it's a it's a nice feeling when you're feeling your deep abdominal muscles working. And I totally understand why climbers will do certain core exercises and be like, I didn't feel my core. Well, maybe it's like the point is the full body. We aren't just isolating the core, which the body weight core that I'm doing also does include the rest of my body. But it definitely, you know, I feel those deep abdominal muscles (laughs) engaging like the traverse abdominis and so forth. So like, that's a nice feeling. Still hate core, but still got to build it up. Still got to work it in. I'm going to up my core, I think, aiming to do core four days a week up to the trip. Just as like a last hoorah. <laughs> hoorah! And then also just for me and to feel better about myself and what I need, I'm like, you know what? I need to really focus on this more. So I'm going to start aiming to do it four times a week. And I'll include it in my, I do 10 minute yogas every morning and include it within that 10 minute yoga. And it's not like it's going to be like 20 minutes of core every day. No, 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 no. Like some of it may just be five minutes of core, just that little extra piece. And that will give me more peace of mind. And, you know, like I mentioned, it kind of went whatever that BFR training and got to nine, still haven't gotten to 10. Fuck my life. I really want to get to 10 so bad. I want to get to 10. And then I did lifting. Lifting went good. You know, lifting, I've never been like, oh, that was a horrible lift. I will say that is one thing that has been consistent through for me throughout this lifting program, this bout of training that I'm doing is the lifting has felt consistent in terms of like, I've never been disappointed in how my lifting went or felt frustrated with how my lifting went. Last year, you know, and I'm comparing the two because it's like I have different goals, right? I have different goals this time around. This bout of training is for a specific goal. Last season was to really focus on building up my whole capacity as a whole as a climber. And so this last year, it was definitely focused on more volume at the beginning. And then at the end, it was a lot more strength. I was doing a lot of... um complex lifts and doing deadlifts, front squats, like barbell lifting and so forth. I've moved now to more dumbbells and doing higher reps, less weight. I'm still increasing the weight as I go through, but I'm doing more of an endurance lifting style just because I am trying to train endurance here, you know? Um, And that's not necessarily what you have to do to train endurance, but that's the route that I'm going. And I really wanted to switch it up from what I did last year because I will say, and I'll talk about this in the podcast episode of when I do the climbing with a uh, autoimmune disease, is I definitely... 
I burnt out and I burnt out and part of that was because of my autoimmune disease and kind of the other health issues I was doing and not regulating that, not communicating that with my coach at the time. So I definitely burnt out from that. So it's been a nice switch. I've been liking it. I've been liking the higher reps and the lower weight. And I just feel good. I'm able to actually recover from the sessions and I haven't like felt disappointed or frustrated with it. So that is exciting and I'm excited about that. (laughs) And that has been consistent throughout this whole training is the lifting. So I'm psyched on that. And I will say, you know, mentioning that autoimmune disease, like make sure when you work with a climbing coach that you openly talk about how you're feeling, what's going on in your life beyond that. You know, like I just had an athlete that I work with one-on-one reach out and like they had mentioned they weren't feeling like, Climbing in the gym as much, they wanted to focus more on weights and just with their goals and their assessments and where they're at, I was like, truthfully, like it would be beneficial to continue to work in the climbing gym. We can maybe add in some more lifting after the climbing, you know. I think that that would be just looking off of where you want to go and what we need and what you're struggling with climbing would be very advantageous right now. And then a week later, she like opened up and she was like, truthfully, this is why. And there's a reason why she wanted to do more weightlifting because they didn't want to be in the gym for a specific reason. I was like, thank you for sharing that. Yeah, then we will do that, you know, because the first one when they brought it up to me, it was more of them being like, I feel like lifting will get me further. And then I explained why the climbing would be advantageous to focus on. And then they told me a reason, a specific reason, like, hey, I'm just not comfortable going to the climbing gym right now. And I was like, okay, yes, thank you for sharing with me for that. That makes sense. Then yes, we will throw you in the weight room. You know, the first one was more of a reason them thinking like, hey, this would probably be more beneficial when climbing would be, but like, there's, there's like a deeper reason. And it's like, okay, yeah, let's get you in the weight room then. And I should have been more open with my coach of, you know, I did express it later on, like, I need more deload weeks. I think we need to switch up the style of lifting sets and rep skims, the heavy lifting near the end, like this is I can't recover between sessions and so forth, but I should have voiced up sooner. And so that's really important. That is really important. And that is definitely something that I try to create with the athletes that I work with so that they feel comfortable. And I was super happy that my athlete felt comfortable enough to share that with me and be able to be like, yeah, this is it. So um, from there, though, I will say the I went out bouldering outside and I got frustrated. (laughs) It was just like, I was very frustrated. I was happy that I got outside bouldering. I needed it mentally for sure. Definitely needed it mentally for sure. Um, because like I mentioned, it's been a rough week. (laughs) The week before was rough. And then this week was definitely, the week was rough as well and I needed to get outside. So I got outside bouldering, just mentally solo bouldering sessions just really, really reset me, really helped me get energy, really helped me just to breathe. Like I just sit there in nature and I'm climbing on the rock and it's amazing. Except I did get frustrated because there is a V4 that I just checked out this area. This is a new area to me. It's like really nice, psyched about it. And there's this V4 where the first one, you know, I gave it 
a flash go. I watched a video of it online. I gave it a flash go and did pretty well. And then I worked out the beta, cleaned off the top, and then I gave it a send go. And I fell on the last fucking move to the top. Like I hit the top hold and then I fell. I was so frustrated. And then I couldn't get back to it. And I was just like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. You gotta be fucking kidding me. Because it was right there. I could have had it. And then it's not like I was tired while doing the following attempts. So that was actually like looking back on it. That's good. The training's working. Like each subsequent attempt after that attempt, I was not tired. So I am excited about that. (laughs) The training's working, but I was not stoked because I was like, why the fuck can't I execute? I got really frustrated with myself. I got so frustrated with myself. Moved on to a new problem that was supposedly V5 that I onsighted. So I don't know. It felt similar to the V4, but then again, it's one of those scenarios where like, okay, if the person that put this up was tall, I could totally see how they would put it as a V5. I feel like maybe I used a hold that wasn't supposed to be on, but whatever. So that felt good. But again, I was just like, I don't know about this one, but I definitely want to go back and try and send that fucking V4. And there's a bunch of other problems. So that'll be fun. But I definitely, I felt better after that. And you know, I haven't been able to get outside just because of weather on the days that I can and have a solo bouldering session. And I think that's part of the problem that I've had is like I haven't been able to get outside. Going, Getting outside and doing solo bouldering sessions are like my lifeline. And looking back, it's been a little bit. And I think like I really needed that because I did feel better and I was in a better mental space from that. So, you know, when you're training Make sure you're still including things that give you joy. Like, what are your non-negotiables, right? So, like, when I started doing this training plan, I was like, I'm still going to need to leave room to get outside and just go boulder solar sessions because that's, like, a non-negotiable for me. I need that in my life to feel sane, to be okay, to reset, to recharge, to mentally and emotionally just, like, breathe, you know? So what are those non-negotiables? Ask yourself that. And what I mean by that are things that you cannot give up, things that still need to be included in your life. Like you need those, you know, some of my non-negotiables, the bouldering outside, and then also the 10 minute morning, morning yoga to myself. I need that in my life. I need that in my life to set the tone for the day. It's a completely different experience when I can and cannot do it. So what are your non-negotiables? And from that, you know, the next day, went to the good old prime climb, good old prime climb. And I had first time I did ropes in years since there. I've only done ropes there once other time. And it was years ago. So like, it was nice to get back on the ropes and went with my good friend Jam and it actually went really well. That's This is the high point. This is where things turned around for me. <laughs> this is the high point, you know, and ended up doing a mixture of things just because I wasn't sure of what the grading would be like there. You know, sometimes it's sandbag, sometimes it's not, sometimes it's different movement. You know, I just like don't know the setting of the ropes there. So I kind of switched it up, still getting the endurance in. Like the first one I did up 5'10", down 5'8" up five eight um and then the next one i did five nine triples i plan on going up down up on the five nine but then i was like this climb would be horrible to down climb so i just did five nine triples and then which was on an overhang and then i did another five nine triples and then i did a up oh and this is like so the five nines i would say would be comparable to like the five tens that i've been doing at uh, CRG. And I did the triples because the walls are a little bit shorter. So 
still kind of getting in where I've been, but it felt really good to be able to do that. And then the last one, it was on an overhang and I was just like, you know what? I want to see it. I need to know. I need something to be like, okay, this, this is, this training is working. So I did up, down, up, down on a five, eight overhang and it felt fucking good. Like I could have kept going. Like I could have definitely done another up, down. It would have been rough, but I could have done another one. And on the last down, I didn't rest uh, at all. I was just like, last one, let's go down climbing, <laughs> you know? So that was a high point. And it was a moment where I was like, looking back, I probably couldn't have done that before I started the training, but they're like, so that's a win yet. I still don't know if I'm where I need to be in terms of having the endurance to be able to send the 512 that I'm trying to flash. Um, there are some rest spots on it, so I think it's possible. I definitely do a lot better outdoor climbing because I'm able to find different rests and there's usually more rests and good rests. And it's not always just completely overhung, you know, and the climb that I'm doing is vertical. So I've been training on overhang to make vertical feel really good. And I hopped on a 512 there. Felt super good. Felt super good. There was just like one sequence where I had to figure out the beta. Once I got it, I was like, oh, that's not bad at all. And then another area with like the beta. And I was like, again, that's not bad at all. But we didn't give it like I didn't give it a send go. I was pretty tired at that point. There was a lot more ups and up downs that I was used to. So and then my friend had to go out to dinner, but definitely left on a high note. And it was good to kind of see that like moment of like, oh, wow, I couldn't have done that beforehand. So that was nice. That was nice. And the outdoor bouldering session was nice. But yeah, we got three more weeks kind of nuts before I'm in the new. Hopefully all this training has has done its job. And fuck, yeah, it's it's nerve wracking. I'm getting I'm getting excited. Like it's becoming more real, like I mentioned last one, but it is it's becoming more real. And I'm excited. It's more real, y'all. <laughs> it's becoming real. Oh, I'm so excited, but fuck yeah this is real the real life but overall i would say we are on the upswing from previous weeks so that is good but you never know we will see so listen in next monday for behind the training week nine thanks for listening to another face to climb podcast episode it has been a pleasure having you here and if you're looking for more ways to dive into lifting and strength training definitely go check out the free lifting guide, which you can find down in the show notes and or on my website, www.facetheclimb.com. This is the guide to set yourself up for success in the weight room and doing it with confidence. We dive into how to build up strength. We dive into auto-regulation, sets and reps, progressive overload to help you build that strength through educational videos. But then we also dive into how a bunch of how to do exercise videos like deadlifts, rows, bench press for barbells and dumbbells. This is guide is jam-packed with information and an amazing resource if you're looking to get into lifting. And of course, make sure you go and follow me on Instagram at face the climb. I would love to see you there and have conversations. All right. Have a good rest of your day, y'all.